Hi, everyone. It's Joey Remini from seekingbalance.com.au. I have a question today, which is how long should I do my VRT, vestibular rehabilitation uh, techniques, exercises, when even just a few minutes really heightens my symptoms? So when we're doing our vestibular rehabilitation, first and foremost, uh, for the most part, I wouldn't stick to any formal prescriptive exercises for more than six weeks. So the body and brain are very efficient at adapting. So if those exercises are useful, you really should be getting that feedback that it's working. So I wouldn't overly obsess over them or overly focus on them because um, it's not necessarily helpful. Generally speaking, we aim for three times five minutes a day just to give the brain and the body and the ears, you know, the vestibular organs, the proprioceptive system and the visual system, that repetition of intensity, frequency and duration to get exposure to all the various acceleration, deceleration, rotations and tilts. So when you're trying to, so with the Rocksteady program, I guide people to create their own exercises to get them to a place of feeling centered, grounded, and to establish that new normal again. And that's exactly what we expect for vestibular conditions. What can happen if it's chronic and it's just never ending is a few things. The brain could be going through um, what we could call like these chronic error loops, which are probably related to some kind of trauma, which in all seriousness can be the onset of the vestibular condition itself, that it tricks the brain into looping some of these chronic symptom loops. And it doesn't matter how many exercises you do, that the brain is stuck in that loop. So it's a different type of rehabilitation. And the Rocksteady program guides you through that. And what we want to do is really teach the brain how to be steady, stable, centered and grounded, um, more often. And we want to teach the brain how to focus on those desired sensations, those neural maps and build them, place our attention there and build them. So instead of feeling the chronic dizziness all day long, which is just, um, you know, so debilitating, we want to train the brain to rebuild and focus its attention on these new templates of centeredness, groundedness, etc. So it is a physical, mental, emotional and spiritual process we have to question our beliefs we have to look at the emotional aspect so this person who's um submitted this question has said you know even just a few minutes really heightens symptoms so i would be looking at you know understand your brain and body understand your capacity your sensory loading and your executive loading and you know looking at this question of neurodivergence um is a really great model to look at for some people, it's a much more linear road to freedom. It's like going to the gym and building a muscle group. They just have to go and repeat and build and done. Okay, so it's it's, it's simple and linear. For others, they can do all of these exercises and they just keep feeling um, awful and symptomatic. So it's not working. That, that approach is not what their brain is finding nourishing. So for people who are neurodivergent, which could mean adult, um, an adult, an autistic adult or ADHD, um, you know, dyslexic, dyscalcula, sensory processing differences, auditory processing differences, giftedness, um, post-traumatic stress disorder, there are lots of different types of neurodivergence. But what we all have in common is that our brains process information differently. It's not better or worse. It's simply different. And if we try and treat ourselves like neurotypical people who organize information differently, then we're likely never going to heal or see those differences 
and um, those benefits unfold for us. So what I would suggest is understand your brain and body, understand your sensory loading, understand why you're doing the exercises you're choosing and what the purpose is. Deeply understand your emotional regulation, understand the executive loading and how your brain organizes information. Because as you're doing vestibular exercises, you're actually exposing your brain to more vestibular inputs. You're going to need a lot of the proprioceptive system to help organize that information for you. And you'll have to pace that information, that sensory loading, in a way that is deeply nourishing for your brain. If you're giving yourself things that are too hard, too fast, aggravating, heightened sensations, the brain can actually go into fight, flight, freeze and reject that input. And, and that is absolutely not what we want. So with my Rocksteady clients, I, I encourage them to consider the 40-60 rule which means we work deeply on our desired sensations, which are whatever you choose them to be. But an example could be, I desire to feel grounded, centered, steady, stable, confident, those kind of things. So they learn how to build their desired sensations and build those neural maps. So they're starting from that place of groundedness, centeredness, stability. And what we always want to do is to keep that sense of neural firing and access to sensation, so embodied experience, at the 60% mark or higher, okay? So we want to be experiencing of the dizziness sensations or the vulnerable, tender, not quite right, symptomatic sensations. We want to be keeping them at a maximum 40% or lower. So what that means is the brain is always drawing upon its, its capacity to generate stability, centeredness, and groundedness while being exposed tenderly to a digestible amount of not quite right sensation, whatever you're experiencing, whether it's dizziness or visual vertigo or tinnitus. So you're actually learning how to pace how you get those sensory inputs in and you're giving your brain better opportunity to organise um, all of that sensory information for the purposes of mapping and building those new neural pathways. So I hope I've answered your question, but I do want to reiterate and um I suppose, say more clearly that there at no point in time are we ever wanting to aggravate sensations and symptoms right up to that place of beyond the 40% mark. So we always want to have them um, at that really gentle exposure level, experiential level, and only you will ever know that for yourself. So that's really the take-home message is know your body, understand your experience, understand your brain and body, and I think have that really um, nuanced understanding of why you would even put yourself through exercises. Uh, through the Rocksteady program, I really invite people to create their own neuroplasticity exercises to move away from prescriptions, excuse me, prescribed external generic exercises and to cultivate body language and movements that really flow with their ideal life. And so we're moving more towards desired sensations, enjoyment, pleasure. You know, we want to get back out walking in nature and bird watching, driving, playing tennis, doing yoga. We want to be back out in the world with natural head and body movements. And that's actually where they're practicing their 40, 60 skills and really drawing upon that anchor of the desired sensations. So go back to your modules in Rocksteady and you can repeat those six modules. There's a lot to learn as many times as you want. Just keep going back in and learning and revisiting and shifting and shaping your daily practice um, it's very unlikely to be useful to practice the same thing every day 
So really mixing it up and changing your exercises is going to give all of that beautiful neural variation as well, which is um, beneficial. So I'm Joey Remini. It's seekingbalance.com.au if you want to learn more about me and my Rocksteady community. All welcome. It's a really supportive group and we have lots of live calls and peer support as well as all the benefits of at-home self-study for you to explore your brain and your body at your own pace. So it's a bye for now.